I'm Anthony Bachman from All Things Good and Nerdy, a geeky podcast part of the Gunna Geek Network, just like the show you're checking out now. Shows on the network are individually owned and opinions expressed may not reflect others. Find other fantastic geeky shows at GunnaGeekNetwork.com. Let's go now. I'm ready to go now. Why what? wait? Early bird gathers no moss. Rolling Stone catches the worm, right? <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> synchronized, don't you agree? You're blaming me for the traffic? Should I? Truman, let's go home. You're right. We could be stuck here for hours. You like this all the way to Atlantic City? Let's go back. I'm sorry. I don't know what got into me. Can you please slow down? Yes, I can. Truman, Truman, got that turn off. I changed my mind. What's New Orleans like this time of year? Mardi Gras! Look, Meryl. Same road. No cars. It's magic. <laughs> you let me out, Hi everyone and welcome to Smoking and Drinking in Space. This is a sci-fi podcast from a couple guys who think they know sci-fi. And this week we watched the prophetic movie about a guy whose life is an open book, but not by choice, starring Jim Carrey, Laura Linney, and Ed Harris. It's 1998's The Truman Show. But first, he's the guy who can't drive a bus or a ferry. It's Rob. How are you doing, Rob? I'm doing pretty good. It's been a while. Oh, God damn it. You still have those? Mm, mm-mm, mm-mm. No, see... I'm disappointed in my Christmas gift now. Why? Well, because I just recently found peanut butter cream pies. Peanut butter cream pies. What the fuck are mm-hmm. those? Made by Little Debbie. Okay. Um, not a sponsor. Might as well be with the amount of times I eat these. I um, know. Um, it is literally two peanut butter cookies with peanut butter cream in the center. Wow, that sounds like peanut butter overload. No, you know what it sounds like? Actually, you know what it tastes like? What? A a soft nutter butter. Oh, yeah, that Mm. sounds pretty good. Mm. It's good. 
Yeah. And unfortunately, it only comes in the big size. Oh, darn. <laughs> but, oh, oh man. God. Your doctor has to hate you. Actually, my A1C is awesome. Is it really? Yeah. I can't see how. I cannot <laughs> see how. Well, you know, we haven't recorded anything for Saddest for three months. So oh, well, the last A1C <laughs> was awesome. <laughs> Your next yeah. appointment is going to be trash. What the hell happened? Well, Doc, you see. <laughs> we started recording we again. Yeah, we came back from summer break. <laughs> All right, you got any news for us this week? Oh, shit. You thought, I thought I was ready. Oh, okay, <laughs> hold on. Man, summer break, everything's uh, holy crazy. Uh, you pulled right. a me. <laughs> no, I didn't. I actually have them saved. Um, I just didn't have them pulled up. Oh, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. All right, so let's start off good. Um, hold on. Ah, let me get the nutter, the nutter butter sandwich, not the nut. I'll keep the nut mm. in my mouth. Gross. <laughs> All right. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan, Negan himself, the comedian, you know. Is he a comedian? No, he was the comedian. Oh, okay. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 you know, yeah, yeah. He was also, um, he was also played, uh, uh, what, what was his, uh, Thomas Kent? No, Thomas Wayne. Right, right, yep. Yeah, you know, and got himself murdered because right. that's what, that's what Snyder does. Kills off Jeffrey Dean Morgan in the opening scenes. Um, he is uh, joining the cast for season four of The Boys. Oh, really? What's he going to do? Mm-hmm. They um, they haven't st- uh, stated what he's doing. He is going to be a recurring guest stars uh, uh, guest star. <laughs> Uh, he is, uh, it's under wraps right now. They're, they're not, uh, uh, Kripke isn't, uh, releasing anything. They just, uh, he just announced though that Jeffrey Dean Morgan is a super fan of the show. So he and I are talking, we're trying to figure out something for season four, nothing finalized yet, but he and I are chatting and emailing and seeing it, if we can make it work with his busy schedule. So to stay tuned on that. So it's not, I guess, not official, but I mean, when so, the creator is basically saying, hey, yeah, we're looking for some way to pigeonhole him in. Yeah. So I hope they don't really, I hope they pigeonhole him in, in a good way. Not, we're going to change some stuff and, and put him in and it's going to stick out like a sore thumb. Right. Right. Something productive. Interesting. Interesting. What else yeah. you got? Uh, let's see what else I got. Let me hit this, uh, let me hit this, uh, bookmark here. Um, so as of, well, let me preface this. It is Sunday, um, August 28th, right? Right. Um, Artemis one is supposed to launch tomorrow, Monday, August 29th. Right. Our friend, Um, uh, SP was supposed to go down there, but it looks like he may not be able to make it. Right, right. So this is going to end up getting released uh, after after the Monday launch, right? Maybe. If weather yes. doesn't stop it, yeah. So so I'm going to go ahead and report. Um, Artemis 1 has been postponed until 2024. <laughs> um, 
because they can't do anything right. It appears. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I don't. I mean, I hope it goes. I hope it goes up on on Monday. Um, you know, you know, uh, karma's a bitch, and it seems to uh, uh, NASA seems to. Uh, have bad karma in spades because uh, yeah the pad got struck by lightning five times. Well, but they, the they it wasn't the pad; it was the lightning poles that they put up around the pad for that reason, oh. right? Oh, right, 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 right. Yeah, yeah. yeah and and they said that everything looks fine; that the lightning yeah. poles did their job, but and, and everything. They're reporting that everything looks fine. Yeah, but um, I'm not a betting man, but yeah. <laughs> We'll see you in 2024 because that's when the next launch window is if it doesn't go on Monday or Friday. Well, isn't there like a, another launch that's supposed to happen now but before the end of the year that... Uh, let's see, let's see, let's see. That was actually in this article that I was reading. Let me find it. Um, September 2nd, September 5th uh, are the normal launch dates. When, did, when is uh, Artemis 2 launching? So that's not Next SLS, year. that's Artemis 2, but... Or no, this yeah, is Artemis, Artemis 1, so this is this the is SLS. Artemis 1. Yeah, so yeah, when... This is the SLS. Okay, so when's Artemis 2 launching? Uh, let's see. Uh, they have other... Um, they haven't said yet. It's next year. Oh, Artemis is it next be, year? Okay. Yeah, it would be next year. Uh, because right now it looks like uh, they have other window opportunities. I found it here. Um, they have from September 19th to October 4th, October 17th through the 31st, November 12th through the 27th, and uh, December 9th through the 23rd as uh, as opportunity launch opportunities. Um, now, it doesn't have anything here as to when Artemis 2. I do believe it is next year. Um, I think they're just trying to get the first one off the ground. Um, yeah. Yeah. So, you know, this, uh, this bodes well. Setback after setback. Uh, <laughs> they're, they're launching a brand new um, SLS space launch system mega rocket uh, for the first time ever and also trying to get around the moon all in the same shot fingers crossed fingers crossed what else you got yeah uh let's see here what else do i have if i was prepared i would have had these pulled up but you know why, why? you've never been prepared um, before so why start yep. now yep yep so uh denise crosby okay yeah tasha yar Tasha Yar. I'm glad you said Tasha Yar. Um, Denise Crosby has hinted that Tasha Yar will appear in Star Trek Picard Season 3. Okay. Um, so they've gotten pretty much the entire next-gen yeah. cast. So I'm thinking it's some sort of flashback, which is weird because, you know, older than fuck. Right. But... Um, yeah, so a uh, fan asked Crosby. She was uh, she was at some sort of uh, um, she was at the star the Star Trek convention in Las Vegas, um, and uh, a fan asked Crosby if she would be part of season three, um, which is bringing back most of the uh, TNG group, and uh, she she responded 
by saying, and I quote, Oh, I don't want to give away too much, but I'm going to tell you that you will see Tasha Yar, but I'm not going to tell you how. You've got to watch. Hmm. Um, so, yeah. So she says that we're going to see Tasha Yar, but possibly. But not she how. didn't say that she's going to be in Picard. I mean, right. So the Yar is going to be a, so CGI and voice her over or maybe, or they're going to use some archival footage to deep, uh, deep fake, you know, I don't know if they're going to, they may use some like Luke Skywalker. <laughs> maybe they may use some archival footage because remember at the end of Picard, they were dealing with the Borg or they were dealing with that space butthole. Yes, and yes, we think the it's the Borg that the Borg are uh, protecting. Yeah, the, the Borg are protecting, but maybe it's also another faction of the Borg on the other side. We don't know the exactly what's on the other side. Yeah, the new Borg are protecting. Yeah, the first time that we encountered the Borg was on TNG. Mm-hmm. Um, because of Q. Yeah, because of Q. Mm-hmm. So. Maybe they're going to use some archival footage to kind of fill everybody in on the first time that they encountered the Borg. Or maybe maybe. something will happen. And I don't know. I don't know. It'll be interesting to see. Hold on. She never encountered the Borg. She died before the Borg. She? She did. She got goo monstered. Is that, that before ev- the board? Yeah. Yeah. That was before. That was before Q who, who or whatever it was. Yeah. Or before the one where um, they met the Borg. I only know that because I started watching TNG um, and I haven't met the Borg yet. And Tasha's already dead. Oh, okay. I don't it's know the how. 16th episode. So it's still in that first season. Oh, no. 16th episode of the second season. Yeah, I thought so, yeah, it was season she, two that they yeah, brought up. She died in season one. Yeah, they hinted at it in season one with, uh, uh, you know, the destroyed colonies on the neutral zone. Um, you know, they hinted at at there's some sort of evil big bad out there, but they didn't say what. Okay. Hmm. So I'm not sure. I'm not sure how they're going to do that. Yeah, I'm not sure why they would bring her in or. Yeah. Who knows? So. Well, I mean, they've jumped the shark on all kinds of shit in this season, uh, last two seasons, I guess. So, you know, why not? <laughs> all right. Anything else? Uh, no, um, I've got three. Three seemed like uh, seemed like a good amount. Uh, I don't have. Uh, I'm looking here. I don't have anything else saved. Um, you know, other than, uh, oh, the only other thing I've got is, you know, uh, uh, Warner Discovery is uh, shit in the bed and um, is, uh, you know, postponing everything. Right. Yeah. They've, yeah. they're only releasing like two more movies this year. Everything else the, has been postponed to 2023 or beyond. Well, as of today, they're only releasing two more movies. Yeah. Yeah. That might change. Whatever. All right. Who's ready for a pod crawl? Um, me. Uh, let's do it because I haven't heard a pod crawl from you in a while. Yeah, let's do it. 
We can call it, I don't know, say a pod crawl. The pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Pod crawl. Excellent. Insert it deep. Pod crawl. Kind of like a space suppository full of information. Kristoff is a visionary. Not only does he dress like Steve Jobs and Samuel L. Jackson's illegitimate love child, but he's enslaved a person from before birth to satisfy the public's insatiable need to watch other people and live vicariously through them either to make themselves feel superior because the subject's situation is far worse than theirs, or to fantasize about being someone they aren't because they envy the subject's life. Welcome to The Truman Show, a show about an insurance agent that has a massive following all around the world. The content is dull and pedestrian, but it's reality, so it hits that voyeuristic dopamine button. Truman is the star of the show, and every man that the world has watched grow up on their screens, only Truman doesn't have any awareness of his situation. Everyone else around him does, and they are all paid to interact with him, to be his friend, to be his wife or mom. But when a falling star crashes outside of his house one morning, Truman starts to question the truth of his reality. (laughs) After a couple more incidents involving his car stereo picking up the stage management frequency and documenting his every move, a craft services elevator and memories of his college crush being hauled off by her dad to Fiji, Truman catches on that maybe he's getting played here. Add to that his wife, who can't stand to be around him at this point, so she should get an Emmy for her performance because she nailed married life, is barely holding it together until one night when Truman snaps after a brief word from their sponsor. After trying to leave town by both ferry and bus, Truman decides he's just going to drive to places unknown. Dragging his wife along with him, and using her as his co-pilot across a bridge, he manages to leave Sea Haven and head on his way. Until there is a quote-unquote reactor leak that causes him to take a mad run through the woods and get tackled like a mental patient. One domestic violence situation and a reunion with his dad later, his wife is leaving him to become a political consultant and drug lord in the Ozarks, and Truman decides he's going to escape his golden cage. Ditching the cameras with the help of a garden shovel and ladder, Truman overcomes his fear of water and sets sail. Once Kristoff finds out, though, there is no way he's letting his pet hamster leave, so he throws a weather tantrum to turn Truman around. However, Truman is done with fake life, and it's literally ride or die for him. After capsizing his boat, Kristoff backs off, either through the realization that Truman isn't coming back through force, or that he's murdering someone on worldwide television. Truman raises the sail and sets off for the wall of the dome he's been imprisoned in his entire life. Truman vents his frustration, Kristoff tries to show genuine emotion for the first time in his life, and roll Truman giving the big middle finger to his enslaver for 30 fucking years, credits. All right, 1998's The Truman Show. Short and to the point. It is, it was. short. Well, I mean, the, the movie was short and to the point. It only ran like a, an hour and what, 45 minutes? Um, yeah, something like that. What'd you think? Uh, so I thought it was good. Um, I don't, I don't remember this. Uh, well, I don't remember this as well as, uh, as I thought, you know, I remembered the movie. I remember the, the main key points and, you know, and, you know, uh, 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 uh the, the, what, what is his name in Westworld? The, the, the man in black. Ed Harris. Um, yeah, no, no, Men in Black. I was trying to make a rest Westworld. Oh, gotcha. Okay, sorry. Um, anyway, uh, you know, I remembered him talking to to uh, uh, Truman, 
through the through the you know god um and, and the screen sure um but you know the one thing that i didn't remember being so blatantly obvious was all of the forced product placements <laughs> well yeah and i mean but like they said I in the just, movie the everything is for sale on the show and they they right. can't really you know, go to commercial break because it's a 24 seven live feed of right, Truman. Right. Yeah. And I just, I just, I didn't remember all of that. And I, I just, I chuckled, you know, when the first one, uh, you know, the first one that really got me was the, um, uh, the beer, you know, is, but, uh, Marlin. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Hawking the beer while they're having a buddy time, mm, you know, yeah, and that's then, a and, beer. Yeah. Yeah. And it's and it's turned the proper way. Oh yeah, yeah. You got to see him. You got to see the label as he's sucking it down. Well, yeah. And then and then the one that I and and the one I never really noticed. And and if it wasn't for the fact that I was like, man, there's so much product placement, was when the twins would always push Truman <laughs> yeah. up against the board. Yeah, up against that like, poster. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, geez, okay, yeah, all right. But I mean, overall, I. I I liked it. I've got a couple. I've got a couple things here um, that we can talk about. Uh, no, but uh, overall, it it still kind of sort of holds up. I thought it held up well. I mean, the, I think it, there's it not did. a ton of like you know special effects in this movie, but no. the, the few special effects there were held up. Um, it's yeah. it's all practical. And they filmed actually in this gated community in Florida. So most of it is just that gated community in Florida. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it, it held up, I think. Yeah, I think it holds up well. I think the material holds up well, too. And it's kind of a mirror at this point of current oh. society. Well, see, that was one of the things. That, I'm glad you brought that up. That was one of the things I was going to ask. You know, this thing... This show is toted, according to Wikipedia, Holder of All Knowledge, as a psychological, science fiction, satirical comedy drama. Right, yeah, it, it's, it's I mean, got a it, wide it, net. Yeah, the only thing it's missing <laughs> is is period piece. Um, right. Which I guess nowadays it could be period because it's from the 90s. Um, but, uh, you know, they, they toted this as science fiction, which... Yes. Came out in ninety eight. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, basically you had what the real world, uh MTV, uh Cribs, uh what else was the other Cribs big was one? not a reality show. Not really reality, but it was, you know, yeah, you, you had go the real look at Yeah. But you go in and you look at people's houses, right? And stuff like that. It was a, a glimpse into their life. Well yeah, but they were doing that in in um Oh, the Robin Leach show. Uh, oh, that's true. Lifestyles yeah. of the Rich and Famous. They'd been Life, doing yeah, that yeah. for a long time. That's true. Okay, so Real World, right? So that that came out in 92. That was the first year that uh, Real World started. No, uh, Real World started in 1992. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Oh, that's what you just said. Sorry, I was... That I is what I said. heard 1998. Sorry. Why don't you listen to what I because say? Because I don't like listening to you. I know. You. It you, makes you're me just dumb. looking. It you're like, okay, dumb. he's about to say something, and I need to contradict him. Yes. Because he's inevitably going to be wrong. Exactly. And then, and then you it's, go. It's a reflex at this point. It is. I understand. I understand. Anyway, so Real World started in 1992. Yep. So we, we had gotten 
a piece of reality TV. And I can understand them saying a, 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 a type of reality TV. I can see them saying that this was a sci-fi. Nowadays, though, I wouldn't classify this as sci-fi so much just because you are, we have that kind of stuff in like Real Housewives, uh, Keeping Up with the Kardashians, Big Brother does it. Okay, you know, well, big, but let's let's look at this in another way. So, okay, it's sci-fi in that it's social science fiction, sure, because you know we've got basically investors who have created this giant enclosed dome that's right. basically its own ecosphere. They've yes. adopted an unborn child. Actually, they they've. They had a casting of five unborn children five, and they yep. adopted one of them because he came out premature. Right. Came out two weeks early the, and, yeah, and which could match the production schedule. Yeah, Basically came out on cue. Yep. Yep. And then they've raised this person mm-hmm. to film his every move 24 hours Un- a day, seven days a week without his knowledge. Right. And using technology that would be fairly advanced even for today. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think at the time, yes, I would classify it as sci-fi. If they, if they were going to make this now, I would have a hard time saying, yeah, yeah, that's, that's sci-fi. I would, you know, it would be a little, with with if they kept it the way I guess the technology if they kept if the movie was the same as it was in ninety eight and it came out today I would have a hard time saying yeah this is sci fi it's just like okay they're they're taking a jab at the Kardashians or or Big Brother or whatever um, you know I just but for ninety eight yes most definitely I would consider sci fi. But I think it's it's even beyond just the reality TV because, like you said, we had the real world. There was a little bit of reality TV before that in An American Family, which was a PBS series in 1974, I, I think. I don't remember that. Um, so we we had reality TV before that, and even the the kind of the precursor of what we consider reality TV today had been around since the 80s. In daytime TV, like uh, Sally Jesse Raphael and Jerry Springer and Montel Williams and Donahue and all of those that kind of switch to this. Um, we're going to take real life people and, and discuss their situations and hope something crazy happens on air because that will get us the ratings. Yeah. And, and that's kind of what birthed the whole reality TV segment was was were those daytime tv shows true yeah so we 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 had some of that so i wouldn't say that the the cultural phenomenon of reality tv was part of the science fiction part i think it's the the technology that they used in terms of just staging the area where they had this show the fact that this show was on live 24 7 it was basically its own fucking network. Right. And the fact that they had this guy who had lived his entire life in a literal fucking bubble. Right, right. Had I no that. idea that his life was being filmed 
or everybody is enter- else's entertainment. I think that's the social science fiction. Now, when you go when you, when you talk about the the social science fiction as as far as him presenting his life to the world for everybody else's entertainment, I don't think that's science fiction anymore in, because of social media. I think there's so much social media that does that nowadays that the Truman Show was actually prophetic in that situation. So. Um, yeah, people post their, their life on, on social media for everybody to watch. And that's, that's nothing new nowadays, but back then in 1998, I mean, that was who, who would even think of doing something like that? Oh, well, if you ask Mark Zuckerberg, he was thinking about that back then. In 98, he was thinking Facebook in 98. Mm. Oh yeah. You know it, you know it. Um, yeah. And so, so would this have, would this have flown? The other thing that I have, and, and, and it's not something that they probably, I, I'm sure they dealt with it, but there's got to be legal issues. Oh, there's, t- there's a shit ton of legal issues. And I, I, mean, I, I want to touch upon underst- the legal and ethical implications of this movie. Right. I mean, I can understand pre-18 right network adopted them great it's a it's a we have to assume it was a legal adoption on the up and up prior to being 18 you know you're considered a a kid blah 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 um you know state of texas you turn 16 you get to determine where you go um but uh, you know when he turned 18 at that point, wouldn't he, wouldn't, wouldn't he have to be told? You would think, but I mean, even the only way I can see that they might've gotten around that is they paid him and I'm, I'm doing quotes. You can't see it, but I'm doing air quotes. They paid him. So he's got some sort of bank account somewhere where he's getting paid for act for for his acting services or whatever but they're they're violating his privacy at that point true so they've they've got privacy violations and i think even as a kid they would have privacy violations because he didn't consent to being um and i'm i'm not a lawyer so what his parents did well his parents were a corporation i don't know that a i don't know you also have child labor laws because he would be considering he would be considered working the entire time that he's being filmed and and broadcast, right? That would be considered his job. Right. So he would be working. So if they're broadcasting twenty four seven, he's working twenty four seven. That violates child labor laws. Well, that violates like some sort of actor's guild law. Right. I mean Yeah. Yeah, so there, there's a ton of just legal and, and ethical. He was he was never told that this was this was going on. He was basically a slave, whether they paid him or not, whether they gave him food or board or or anything like that. This was not of his free will. This was not a choice that he made. And when he tried to get out of Sea Haven, when he tried to leave the situation. They physically restrained him from doing so. Well, and then not only that, um, 
You've got the, you know, they terrorized him psychologically. Yeah. Uh, kill, killing his dad. Um, yeah. So they, they, know, they give him dogs against him. Yeah. So yeah. he's, he's afraid of dogs because. He's got so many neuros, neurosis. Yeah. Because they, they had a Rottweiler threaten him whenever he went yeah. to the ferry that one time as a kid. And they killed off his dad in the sea during a storm. So now he's scared of the water. And this is all to prevent him from leaving. And to tell him that there's nothing to explore. Everything's been explored, oh, yeah. dummy. Yeah. I want to be an explorer. Oh, well, you're too late. You're too late. It's been done. <laughs> there's nothing left to discover. And then, and then all of the like, anti-air anti oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, propaganda. Yeah, I loved that poster in the travel agents. Oh, oh with the lightning going through the plane. Yeah, with the, the lightning plane. going through the pl- This could happen to you. Yes. <laughs> Don't travel. Man. Yeah, I mean, it was all propaganda to keep him in safe in, in Sea Haven. Yeah. Yeah, it was, it was, um, so we it have gaslighting at its finest. Oh, yeah. So we, we have, you know, enslavement, child yep. enslavement, no doubt. Mm-hmm. Child enslavement, and then just, you know, he grew up enslaved. Uh, we've got, I mean, would you consider Sylvia like, uh, or not Sylvia, but Meryl, uh, a prostitute? I mean, she did get paid to be his wife and right. to sleep with him. Yeah, right. Yeah, because you figure, you know, legal in in California. I I don't know. Um, well, I mean, let us know and email us at smoking and drinking in space at outlook dot com. That would be great. I guess you could consider it just I'm asking pornography. For a I'm asking for a friend. She just got paid to be to do pornography. Well, yeah, I mean, she's basically a porn star. She's the most famous porn star of all, right? Um, yeah, I mean, it wouldn't be any different than. But porn. not only is the would the company be culpable, but everybody that worked for that company because they knew that he didn't know, and they were following along with it would probably be culpable as well. Right. I don't, yeah. I don't think the general public cared. Well, obviously the general public didn't care. It was on for, you know, 30 years. 30 years, yeah. And it had this humongous following. And I think that's a, I think that's a great commentary. Even the Asian societies, you know, in Japan and stuff. And I think that's a great commentary on, on, you know, civilization and what we, what we do and what we tolerate in terms of entertainment. Right. You know, and I liked how they ended it with, uh, um, oh man, I'm going to call him Scully, um, because that's all I know him from. I'm sorry, not Scully. Yeah, no, that's Scully. Hitchcock was the other one, uh, from Brooklyn Nine-Nine. I don't know who that is. Uh, it'd be the dude with the flat top, uh, the security guard. Oh yeah. Okay. That's I know Scully what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay. Um, I liked, I liked how at the end they basically, you know, it, it, it went off air and they're like, let's find out what else is on. You know, they just, yeah. Just so these the rabid next, fans who, yeah. who watch this like constantly mm-hmm. are now having to look for some sort of other form of entertainment. Yeah. They're just moving from one thing to the next. And back in 1998, I mean, there was no other really reality show. Well, I, there was the real world. I don't even think yeah. Big Brother had started yet. 
Um, I think Survivor had just started. Maybe? I thought Big Brother was before Survivor. Mm. When did Big Brother nope, start? It, it pre- uh, premiered in 2000. Survivor pr- premiered in 2000. Okay, so they both premiered in 2000. So yeah, it was it was another couple of years before two other really popular reality shows would kick off. Right. You watch any reality shows? Um, so I watched Survivor for a while. Um man, I don't remember the last time I watched it. 2010, 2012 maybe. Um reality-wise, that's that's probably a about it. I never watched any of the main the you know the like the the everyday life type reality. It was always So no big the, brother for you or real world. No, it was all it was always reali- reality competition type stuff. So uh Survivor, Top Chef, you know, the, those kind of things where it was it was competition stuff. Not So competition shows like Top Chef or the, the the cooking competition shows, I don't know that I really classify those as reality TV. Right. I mean, those are those are competition shows. Right. You're not it's not an everyday Well, the only reason why I would say and they didn't they kind of got away from it. At the very beginning, um, they would Top Chef would show them at the Top Chef house or whatever after after one of their competitions. You know, they're they're hanging out at wherever they they have to stay for for during filming. Oh, um, okay. So yeah, Hell's but, Kitchen but used to do something like that. Yeah, yeah, but it wasn't like you know, like it wasn't like the entire episode. It was just, man, that was that was tough. Hey guys, here's a uh, you know here's here's uh, love letters from your family, right? You know, videos right. from your family type of deal. Um, you, you know, and it was half a segment and you're done. Uh, type of type of situation, but no, I never got into the um, you know everyday life, living your life bullshit like Kardashians and that kind of stuff. Right. Uh, closest that I ever got was Survivor or like uh, Naked and Afraid. I'd watch that um, before, uh, and, yeah, so- and, but I watched that more for for the uh, you know the survival intrigue, not. Ooh, what are what are they doing? Are they going to backstab each other? You know. That yeah. Kind of so shit. I watched Alive, and I'm not sure that I, I mean Alive. I would consider or Alone, not Alive. Alone. alone. Okay. Alone, I would consider reality TV, but it's it's different in that it's a comp- competition, and they're literally alone. They don't interact with anybody except right. for the camera. So, I mean, I, and I watched a lot of that when I was in Sweden because it was on every night, and it was one of the on yep. one of the very few networks that was pretty much all English, um, all English, but uh, Swedish subtitles. Yes. Wait, has, you went to Sweden? I did go to Sweden. You know that's I, that is weird that you said that, dude. I had a dude from Sweden on my uh, on the other show. Uh, his name was Jason. Yeah, I heard about that. Yeah, so you just couldn't wait for me to get back. I had to well, go ahead and record look, shit over the summer. I'm, Unlike you, um, my show has to keep going. I don't take holiday breaks. Well, I see. Uh, I see how how you value my time. 
and input. I did. And yeah, yeah. 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 No, was, I, I get it. Most... I'm replaceable is what you're saying. I'm replaceable. Dude, I have, I have, um, I've come to terms with the fact that I'm replaceable on this show. <laughs> I'm just waiting for that phone call. Hell, I'm not even going to get a phone call. It's going to be a text message. <laughs> Actually, you know what's going to be? It's going to be a, hey, uh, uh, I hate to tell you this, but uh, we're not going to be recording this weekend. Um, I'm busy. I'm busy. Uh, it'll be, okay. uh, it'll be, we'll already start recording. Next, you'll, you'll pop in. Uh, we'll, oh, yeah. this is uncomfortable. Oh, this is uncomfortable. <laughs> or, or better yet, it'll be, uh, it'll pop up on my feed that uh, Saturday says release a new episode. <laughs> what the fuck? What? I don't remember recording this. <laughs> Was I in a diabetic coma that day? Probably after eating all those uh, peanut butter cream sandwiches. It's gone. I finished it. I finished it all. It's off. I finished the the sandwich. It was good. Yeah. So I mean, <laughs> reality shows have been around for a while, and right. there's a there's a huge variety of them. I, I I don't know. I've I've seen I've watched a few for a little bit. I don't really. They're they're nothing that really, I think, gives me anything other than no, no. passing time. I think I, I pass time with them. They're the yeah, ones that, and, I've, that I've watched. And I don't, I don't watch them anymore. I don't watch, I, I like, like I said, I hadn't watched Survivor in forever. I used to watch that thing religiously, and then it turned into kind of like, okay, novelty's worn off for me. So what do you think um, the draw to reality TV is? Uh, living vicariously their lives. I mean, that's the only thing I can think of, like the draw to like, um, you know, keeping up with the Kardashians or, or the real housewives, you know, yeah, it's, I've never seen either one of those. So I, I don't know what the draw is to, I've, I I've seen commercials the th- and right. I've looked at it then and going, I, that I have no I, interest whatsoever of watching yeah that oh yeah i'm the same i haven't watched i i have never watched an episode of that stuff um i might have seen clips or commercials of it but i have i've never watched it and i i have no draw or desire i don't want to see what everybody's doing because let's face it it's scripted yeah yeah and that's the other thing entirely manufactured is this wasn't i mean this was scripted to a point Right. Except Truman wasn't scripted at all. Right. He was basically it, it, it was, doing his own. He was he was the ultimate in ad lib. He was doing right. his thing, and everybody had to react. They to were him. they were trying to guide him in a to go a sure. certain direction, um, push some buttons, and hope and hope that they get what they want out of them. But uh, in yeah. fact, the only time that we saw anything that was really scripted was when his friend. Uh, played by Noah Emmerich. What was that guy's Marlin. name? Marlon. No. Marlon. Marlon? Yeah. So his M- wife's name M- was Merrill and his name was Marlon. That's weird. Yeah. M-A-R-L-O-N. Okay. So yeah. when Marlon was talking to him Marlin. on the end of that, I guess, bridge, bridge that they didn't never, build. Never completed. <laughs> yeah. Um, this bridge has been uncompleted since I've been a kid. Yeah. When he was talking to him over there, telling Truman, you know, hey, 
you know, I've been everywhere. There's nothing out there. Sea Haven is perfect. You shouldn't you shouldn't desire to go anywhere other than Sea Haven. Kristoff was actually feeding him those lines, and that's really right. the only time that we ever saw. That's the only time we ever saw anything scripted. I mean, there may have been other instances of scripting, and they definitely had uh, communication with the actors because oh, yeah. you you heard at the beginning of the movie uh, the stage management frequency. That was telling people where to go, where Truman was. They were tracking Truman, yeah. and so they were uh, they were throwing cues based off of that. But yeah, so and 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 you you mentioned that uh, stage frequencies and all that kind of stuff. Do you think that the age of the show, um, being on air for thirty years, um, attributed to the breakdown of of the parts and, and ultimately so. what cued him in. Yeah. So we, I mean, the movie opens literally with a fucking light falling off that was acting as a star in the night sky. Right. It was right. Sirius nine, which is a, a star. I think that's, I can't remember what constellation that's in, but let's find out. <laughs> Canis major. So it's in the big dipper. Or no, that's Ursa Major. Canis Major would be serious. Is Canis Major? Research on the fly here. Canis mm-hmm. means dog, but that's in the Southern Hemisphere. Why would they have Canis Major in the Southern Hemisphere? Or why would they have a Southern Hemisphere constellation? Because they did. He didn't know any different. Yeah, that's weird. So it was Sirius 9, which is in Canis Major, which is a dog, a great dog. Um, And it's the brightest star in the sky known as the dog star in the Southern Hemisphere. So interesting. Yeah, I don't. That's that's strange. Anyway. Anyway, um, (laughs) moving on. (laughs) So, uh, yeah, don't look too deep. But so a light. Falls from the sky. Falls from the sky, crashed, and that's literally one of the stars in the sky. So a falling star hit to start the movie, and then everything kind of starts going to shit after that. So the the stereo on his car radio fritzes out. He gets the stage management frequency on his car radio, and it's basically plotting out exactly where he's going and what he's doing. Um, Which wouldn't they have heard the fact that he was hearing that? Well, the and they eventually and the did, and that's why the yeah. uh, that's why the radio announcer said, "Yeah, sometimes you know these these things happen, and it's really weird when it happens." But we got to we well, yeah, that's just they, they blamed it off on a on a police frequency. So right. Um, but then they also later on in the movie, whenever they were looking for him after he had set sail, they uh, they were looking for him, and they said that there were several of the buoy cams that were out. And uh, weren't working, so yeah, they were right. having some technical issues. Which I well, mean, and they the had rain- like five thousand cameras in that place. Yeah. Well, and the rain, right. the rain didn't work properly. Right, it started raining just on him, and he moved out of the rain. It was like, what the hell? And then the rain moved back over him. Yeah. yeah so the 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 weather program was having some issues. So yeah, there were there were definitely some aging issues on that that show. And I guess you can't be in a 24-7 show and not being able to let him 
know it, you can't necessarily fix everything. Right. Uh, as easily. Right. Yeah. Which, I mean, I guess you could have for some of that stuff because, I mean, you got road work and that kind of stuff happening all the time around you, even in the real life. Right. But I mean, stop and go, hey, what are you doing? You can't have somebody up on the roof repairing well, lights or swapping out true. lights. Yeah. I mean, well, you could. They could do it at night, right? Yeah. Because he's going to be asleep. So the mm-hmm. chances of him, you know, coming out and seeing somebody at night working on a light that's way up there yeah. is probably I would assume, negligible. Yeah, and I would assume that it was on some sort of uh some sort of scaffolding that you could yeah. have gotten to that's behind the sky screen. You would think. You would think, yeah. You know, um I it was it was impressive that Truman was Jesus and walked on water. <laughs> he wasn't walking on water. There was like a little platform yeah. down behind right. that. Yeah. Yeah. Behind the water tank. I thought it was really cool when he when the boat actually crashed into the wall. I thought that looked really yeah. good because it still looked like the the horizon was still way off in a distance and then the boat did. pierces the wall and just totally shatters that illusion. And that yeah. was just I remember that was kind of jarring the first time I saw the movie, and it's still right. kind of jarring now, and I'm expecting it, but it yeah, looks thought, really yeah. good. The yeah, set design really in this nice. movie was really good. Yeah, lots of lots of browns. Yeah, there were, I very, mean, the, the entire thing was all just pretty much neutral colors and pastels. Right. Mm. Yeah. I have a question. Okay. Why the fuck would a grocery store need a vending machine, much less two of them? Well, because he worked for a vending machine company. No, I get that. But why did they put vending machines in the grocery store? Uh, well, I mean, the same reason why he uh, put a candy bar in and took it out and then put it back in again. Because he was, he was supposed to. Product placement. Oh, my God. Yeah, that yeah. was weird. What What I found really... And this this one was this was just straight up stupid. I I don't know. I don't know who decided this was a good idea, but since when do you do a search for somebody and lock arms while you do it? Well, you do that in a in a wide open space or a field so that everybody's going along the same path and they're not separating and you're not missing any spots. But you don't do that in a city. Exactly. And you normally you aren't locking arms anyway. You're you're probably two feet apart or something like that because you're supposed to be using flashlights and that kind sure. of stuff to scan scan the areas, you know. But they were locked in, and I'm sorry, but that damn Dalmatian. Dalmatians man, are just mean fucking dogs. That's a mean ass dog. Yeah, Dalmatians. I've I've never met a Dalmatian that was a friendly dog. Really, I've, I had I've a, met I had a, a lot of Dalmatians. Neighbor. I had a next door neighbor that had a as a kid that had a Dalmatian, nicest, sweetest guy, and the meanest dog. And the meanest dog, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dalmatians. No, no are the dog. The I, I, I've never had a problem with Dalmatian, but I've yeah, never met a nice Dalmatian. Well, sorry. Yeah. 
So, yeah, it's just, I don't see the appeal. If I was to be part of the real world or, you know, or part of this, I don't see the appeal of watching it. It doesn't, it doesn't intrigue me. Yeah. I remember when the real world came out back in 92, 93, it kind of pissed me off because MTV was already starting to move away from like actual music videos at that point. Right. And then they dedicated this show that was like an hour and a half to two hours, an episode. And I was like, well, shit, are they ever going to play music videos anymore? No. Um, and so the, the, the few times that I actually caught the real world because it was on after something else that I was watching on MTV at that time, it, it just, it, it seemed stupid to me at that time. And I was, I don't know, my late teens at that point. Right. So yeah, I mean, reality TV has never really held a, an interest. Some people yeah. may find it interesting. That's, that's fine. I guess I'm, I, you do you, but I, I don't see the draw to reality TV. Yeah. All right. You got a haiku for us this week. I'm glad that you asked. I do. I'm not. Yeah. This one is titled product placement. Do you have a rash? Rash be gone is what you need. Only $5. <laughs> what does that have to do with the show? Absolutely nothing. nothing. Just like the product placements. <laughs> Had nothing to do with the situation. Yeah, I loved whenever she did the Mococo. Yeah. It's and like, he was like, who the fuck are you talking to? <laughs> she's like, it's like, it's like she doesn't know what to do. So she's just like, well, I need to plug something. Yeah. I, I I don't know what to say, so uh, you uh, know product placement. Yeah, product placement time. Yeah, this is an uncomfortable situation, yeah. but I have to do this commercial. This doesn't why, really fit. Why are you down in the basement? I am messing with my yard, uh, my lawnmower. Get rid of it. Get a new one. Try a blade be gone or whatever. <laughs> blade Roto be blade. Gone. <laughs> Roto blade. Whatever it was. Fucking stupid. All right, you got awards this week. I do. All right. Who's got your uh, black lung? No one. No one? I didn't see anybody smoking. Yeah, nobody was smoking. Yeah. So Doc Coddle. Doc Coddle. Congratulations. All right. Yeah, mine's going to Doc Coddle, too. Nobody was smoking. There wasn't really anything that caught fire. No, nothing really. Nothing. A lot of water, no fire. Yep. All right. Who's got your head lush? I gave it to Marlon, um, specifically for his... uh, blatant advertisement on the bridge. But more importantly, I gave it to Marlon because anytime that he had to come over to uh, defuse a situation, it was with a six pack of beer. I know he always had a fucking six pack in his hand. He did. He did. Yeah. Marlon's getting mine for the same reasons. All right. Uh, all right. Who's got your, uh, who's got your player. So it could go two ways. Um, I was thinking of two different ones. First one I was thinking of was uh, Mystery Girl, uh, whatever her name was. Cheryl. Cheryl. Uh, yeah, yeah, the one, the one that got away. Mm-hmm. Um, but ultimately, I decided I'd give it to Kristoff um, for playing Truman for 30 years. Wow. Wow, okay. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. mine is going to go to Cheryl because okay. while they tried their damnedest to get Truman and Merrill uh, Merrill together. Uh, I was actually Cheryl. Or I'm, I'm getting their names confused here. Merrill and Cheryl and 
Sylvia, sorry, Sylvia, Sylvia. Meryl and Sylvia. So while they tried to get uh, Truman and Meryl together, it was actually Sylvia who he actually fell for. So right, um, and he pined for her and and, and reconstructed her face out of magazine clippings, which right. is kind of creepy. But mm-hmm. um, yeah, so all those years later, he was still pining for for Sylvia. Had plans to go to Fiji to find her. So yeah, Sylvia's getting my player. Okay. All right, Purple Hippo. Uh, Purple Hippo's going to Truman. I mean, getting up one day and going, what the actual fuck? They're after me. I mean, the entire movie was about him thinking they were after him. He didn't know who they were, but they were after him. And it's not paranoia if they're really out after you. It's not paranoia if it's real. (laughs) All right, yeah, Truman's getting mine too. Yeah. I mean, that was a huge mind fuck whenever he oh, realized yeah. that, yeah, his entire life was being filmed. Yeah. He was being observed all the time and that mm-hmm. his life was basically a lie. It was a, it was a false reality. Yeah. All right. So, uh, I think it's time. It's time. I think it's time that we, it's uh, time. pick our next show. It's time. It's time. It's time. Stop repeating what I'm saying. You stop repeating what I was saying. Okay, so you have the choice. I have the choice? Yeah, you need to pick a number between 1... 30. And... 30. 161. 30. You're just going to settle on 30, right? Well, yeah, the show was on for 30 years. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Works. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Well, then tell me when to stop. Don't ever stop, baby. Keep it going. I hate you. Keep it going. Click it. Click it. Grab your mouse and double click. This is making the me internet feel really is uncomfortable. For porn. The internet is for porn. So grab your mouse and double click. <laughs> I haven't heard that in a while. Yeah, I know, right? Uh, stop. All right. So next week, we will... Be watching the movie where a group of medical researchers discovers a way to bring dead patients back to life. What do you think Lazarus it is? Lazarus Effect. Oh, yeah. I didn't know if you were going to do, like, uh, Frighteners or, yeah. No, no. Lazarus, well, I don't know any of the others. I know Lazarus Effect. Yes. Olivia Wilde. Stars Olivia oh. Wilde, Mark Duplass, and Evan Peters. Yeah. Mm. So, Olivia, in some baby. ways, I'm looking forward to this movie, and others I'm not, not because it's got a 5.2 out of 10 rating on IMDb. It's not that bad. I mean, it does okay. have Olivia Wilde. It is. It does. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I've seen it. All right, I'll I watch have it not again. Seen it? I'll watch it again. Okay. I, right. And I'm not much of a I'm not much of a horror guy, so. Next episode, Lazarus Effect. All right. Are you looking forward to it? I mean. Yeah. Why not? It's it's Olivia Wilde. Okay. She's hot. She is. But, I mean, I can watch episodes of House and get plenty of Olivia Wilde, so. That's, That's true. It is true. All right, well, that's it for this episode. Our intro and outro music is Welcome Home by Cambo. Podcrawl yep, music yep. is Snack Mix My Machek. If, yep. like sh- if you like the show, would you please shut if up? You, if you like the <laughs> shit, rate us. 
Please rate and review us on iTunes. You can leave us feedback on our Discord channel at Smoking and Drinking in space.com forward slash discord which is now on the gonna geek network so don't freak out if you use that link and then uh uh, get transferred to our discord channel on gonna geek so we can also on twitter at status underscore podcast or you can email us at smoking and drinking in space at outlook.com if you'd like to throw a few nickels our way you can become a patreon supporter by going to smoking and drinking in space.com forward slash patreon or this week i'm jason Good afternoon, good evening, and good night. We'll talk to you next episode. Yeah. All right. Got any awards? Whoa. Whoa. Look at your show notes. There's something else that's supposed to be happening. Oh, we still doing that? Damn straight. I got to have some sort of contribution God to this show. Damn it. I was hoping you'd forgotten. Uh, hell no.